Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another day on earth with us, Cremas Convos. Hi. Hi, Christy. What's up? How you doing? I'm all right. Are you? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I was sidetracked. Um, You are sidetracked. (laughs) I don't know why. Today is a very busy day, or it's not a busy day. My mind's just kind of all over the place. My mind's been all over the place kind of this week. How was your self-care day? It was really good. I I realized exactly what I needed to do in order for me to get back to where I want to be, Mm -hmm. um, which is exactly what I've been doing all week. Like, again, a friend of mine called me last night, which was really great. I haven't spoken to them since the the spring of this year. So, Mm -hmm. like, March, April. Um, so it was nice. We talked for hours, literally like three hours, just catching up on everything. And we're going to have that. lunch. We're going to have lunch on Monday, which is nice. Um, but like catching up with old with old friends and people that I love and care about. And um, especially on the business side of things, I felt kind of stagnant mm-hmm. there. And so like now I have been just in like go, go, go mode. I'm like, I know what I need to do. I know how I can build this business and make it into a place that feels good for me where I'm making enough money and and while also buying and making expenses and doing all the things that I wanted to do. Um, but it was really good. It was mm-hmm. really, really good. I feel I like I got that. direction. And I wasn't amongst the trees. You know, I love my trees and whatnot, mm-hmm. which was nice. I haven't done that in a long time. But I'm feeling good. Um, I actually went to, you know, DW. Mm-hmm. I have a spot there that you I like to rock. Yeah, yeah. There was a spot there that I, I love going to. And I'll just like sit there. It was super windy when I went. So I was only there for like 20 minutes. But um, whenever I'm amongst the trees, I feel like God gives me everything that I need. Mm-hmm. I feel so recharged. And, and um, is so that was, your root chakra. It is. It is. Oh, look at you out here. Shocking I've been shit. educating myself. Okay, go ahead, girl. <laughs> Proud of you. Um, but yes, that was, that was, yeah, it's been a good week. It's been a very, very good week that I have enough energy um, to do what I need to do. But how are you? How was your week? How was my week? My week was solid. I had a Friendsgiving last weekend. One of my friends is pregnant. Um, oh, shout out to Pam. Um, yeah, Aww, she's having a little boy. Oh, congratulations! So I had a Friendsgiving. First child. First child. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cute. I'll show you pictures later. But um, mm-hmm. shout out to Pam. And what else did I do? And then I worked. I had a solid week at work. And then today's Friday, mm-hmm. so I have my errands to do. Yeah, a solid week. Really, Yay. yeah, a solid week. Nothing bad, nothing good. Well, everything good. I'm still alive, you know. <laughs> Amen. I, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, but that's beautiful. That's that's really awesome. I'm glad you had a really great week. And and congrats to Pam on having babies. I love babies. I absolutely yeah. love kids. Don't want them. Love them. <laughs> love them. Absolutely love them. Yeah. Um. So like I've been busy at work. Mm-hmm. So like I don't really. I work nights, so a lot of people are, like, opposite of my schedule and, mm-hmm. like, stuff like that. So I've been doing a lot of research on our podcast. Actually, I'll get into that a little bit later. Let's talk about what happened this week. Okay. What happened this week? So the headlines are saying Kanye said he oh, loves Hitler. Kanye again. Lord Jesus. And again, people need to take the mic away from him. Like, yeah. he can have his thoughts and beliefs and whatever. That's fine. Um, but take the mic away from him. Who is allowing this man to speak? On such a public platform. Mm-hmm. And and I think I did read it. It was just like he said everyone has something to um, contribute to the world or something along those lines, including Hitler. And I'm like, how do you feel about Elon Musk buying Twitter? It's another form of censorship. 
it's it's another fo- it's another person having control over what people can and cannot say. It's it's basically this media. It's the same thing. It really makes no difference. I'm not I'm not shocked. It is what it is. Mm, yeah, same for me. It is what it is. I just, it's just crazy that he spent what like forty four billion dollars to to buy Twitter and like. <sighs> The fact that the fact that one person has that much money to to spend on something as frivolous as as it's smart though. Think about it. It's very smart. You can censor things to be exactly how you want them to be, mm-hmm. um, and and allow people to be on or and allow people not to be on and certain things. Right. You you create whatever media you want to be sp- spread and shared. Right. So many people have Twitter. You know, it's I think. People who invest in media in that sort of way, it's a smart investment because you control society. You control the culture. You control what's going on. It's it's fucked up. It's very fucked up, but it's smart. Yeah, that's a good on point. On the business side of things. On the business side See, of things. It is. You have to make that shift. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know. I just don't understand like the greed and the, the power for people to have more. Like, y'all have enough. Like help out the other people here you know like they clearly don't have enough i mean if they're doing this thing they obviously don't they don't feel like they have enough they don't and that's whatever but like on world hunger could have been could have been ended also fair you know what i'm saying i i feel like my take on the rich society should be like there should be a cap there's no way someone should be making 20 million dollars more than that y'all good y'all good that's my that's my take I mean, yeah, that's true. I don't think anyone should. If it almost sounds like not communist, is that the thought? Socialist? I don't know. There's a theory of of society where a specific people dispersing the wealth. You know, we live in a capitalist nation where we do people build their own money and they they feel and shout like out they, to y'all. They feel like they deserve the money that they make. We were talking about what's his name? Um, um, what's the man's name? Makes mad money and he has mad kids, but he Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon, <laughs> like, sorry, I blanked. Um, but like, he ha- he makes a lot of money. I don't know what his net net worth is, um, but the fact that he makes as much money as he does, and it's crazy amount. Not even Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon's not even that rich. There's billionaires. Jeff Bezos, billionaire. That's true. Like, Nick Cannon's <laughs> worth t- twenty twenty million dollars. That's Trump change. To Jeff Bezos, you're not wrong, bro. You're not wrong. Cap it at a billion, bro. Why? <laughs> Why does one person need that much money? Tell me. You ain't gonna spend it all. That's true. I feel like the more money people have, the, the more, more problems we got. That's true. More money, more problems. <laughs> Homie that's said it best. Take. That's my take. Uh, more money, more problems. I had asked you how you feel about Nick Cannon having multiple multiple children. My feelings on that is like. <sighs> He has like what twelve kids? I think so. I don't know. And and counting, like I feel he has like more than ten. I know that for a fact. I feel like and he still wants more children. I I have many feelings on it. Yeah, I, I think that same. I feel like we we need to. I really want to get to the the root of why, mm-hmm. and maybe that's the therapist in me, like wanting to understand why, because. One part is like, yeah, he wants to build the legacy, but how much time are you spending with 12 kids? Do they all live in the same household and you spend time mm-hmm. with all of them? Like, or are you just throwing money at the situation? $20 million is not a lot for, for 12 kids. Mm-hmm. 12 Especially kids. for that lifestyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I, get that. I, I, 
I do think personally, and that maybe this is just me, something is not right there. Mm-hmm. There's something off. I know having sex and ugh, just saying that word made me cringe. <laughs> um, and and like doing procreating in that sort of way, you know, it's 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 a beautiful thing. Having mm-hmm. children is a beautiful thing. But I don't know. Like, how do you? How are you parenting them? Are you parenting them? Are you just right. leaving it to the mom to parent them? Mm-hmm. Are you just throwing money at the situation? Like, how? How do you manage to do that? And why? Why do you feel the need to have twelve kids with six different moms and 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 counting, mm-hmm. building a like? And I know he had a whole podcast explaining and talking about it, but I don't know. I don't know. He's spreading his seed. Um, that's how I see it, and. Um, you just wants to spread his seed around the world, and that's if that's what you want to do. Now you want that to be your legacy. Go ahead and do that. Um, you want to one populate person, the world. If that's what he wants to do, he okay. ain't populating me. <laughs> oh, awkward, Ew, cringe. Um, if you, and I feel like someone once said, like, how do all the women feel about it? All the women agreed to it. That's the thing, and that's what gets like, me every time. All the women are agreeing to this, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, her body, her choice. There you go. That's it. Let her live her life. Let right. her live her life. Oh, Cause it's true. It's like they all know. Like Nick Cannon isn't some nobody, right? Right. And not to say anybody's a nobody, but you know what I mean. Like he's in the media. He's well known, and so if a woman is choosing to have a child with him, she obviously knows this entire situation and is making mm-hmm. the choice of doing that. Maybe she's set. Maybe because she has yeah. a kid with him, she's set. Maybe she has her own money and her own business and mm-hmm. whatnot. And, she and maybe just, she just wants a child. She just wants a child. And Nick Cannon's giving his seat away. Might as well. If it's coming for free, might as well. You know right. what I mean? So, Yeah, I agree with that. And um, I was also going to say, it's also the... if. The woman wants those other kids to be in her, her child's life. That's her responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like someone, like I said, said, how do the woman feel about it? So make sure the woman all can all come together. And like, if they can't, if they, you just don't have that kid in your person's life. True. And that's it. And that's, but, that was my take on the whole Nick Cannon situation. I mean, I, I hope he is in their life. You know, I hope he is, you know, not just a sperm donor, but a father. You know, and Praise I to fatherhood to yeah, literally. Yeah. I think I think because it is important to have a oh, it's a very father. important mm-hmm. for for young ladies and young men to to have a father figure in their life. It's very very important, mm-hmm. and so I I think that's my biggest concern. Is like, can he be a father to all twelve of these kids? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Can right. he truly be a father to them? Mm-hmm. Um, it's always for the kids. I feel like I, that's that's always my concern. Is like, come on, it's about the kids. F the fact that you want to have a legacy and, and do all these things. Can you really call yourself a legend or build a legacy right. if your kids don't even know who you are? Mm-hmm. You know what like, I mean? What do you want to be known for? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. What do you want to be known for? What do you want your kids to know you for? Right. As just the person who just nutted in many women and just right. had all like 20 kids and populated half the, the mm-hmm. entire United States. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So that was a rant. I, <laughs> <laughs> that was a rant. <laughs> Um, but what what were we talking about today? So I want to toast our cremas. Oh, true. And tonight, today we're talking about cheers. Cheers. Today we're talking about sex, guys. Cringe. I said the word. X. Let's talk about sex, baby. How you feel about salt and pepper? Oh, I I did. Yeah, I I love salt and pepper. (laughs) I just that song just makes me. That's not makes you cringe. What about like um? Where's it them that made like that push it song? Mm-hmm. 
Push it real good. Yeah. And I remember hearing the first time I heard that song, it was like a movie. It was like um, Baby Daddy or, or something along those lines. And this girl was giving birth and they were playing that Push It song and her mom was in the birthing room just like, ah, push it. Ah. And I was like, ugh, cringe. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Why, I, is, why does sex make you cringe? Oh, you keep saying the word. So, yes, the last <laughs> week, guys, when me and Christy talk, I was like, Christy, we're talking about sex this episode. She's like, why do you want to talk about sex? I was like, Christy. What's wrong with sex? There's nothing wrong with it. I think it's just the fact that, like, I'm Haitian. Okay. I'm Haitian Christian. people have sex. Christian people have yes, sex. Yes, Haitian Christian people have sex. That's how we came to be here. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it's not something that was ever discussed. Like, I, I never had the, the, the talk um, about the birds and the bees. And there's so many, like, different euphemisms of saying that word. Mm-hmm. So I don't ever actually have <laughs> to say the word. I did say it earlier, and it made me cringe. Like, you ever feel that chill go down your spine? Of it's like, it. Yeah. <laughs> um... I do find like a lot of my clients do like to talk about uh, about sex. Mm -hmm. And so like, again, when I'm a therapist, it's a completely different persona. And so like I step into that and I'm comfortable. I'm like, yes, sex life and all these different things and all of that. But then me, me as in like you raw, uncut, (laughs) (laughs) raw, uncut. (laughs) I told you I'm going to make amateur like childish tween jokes this entire time she did say that i did i I don't think sex should be a cringeful conversation um it shouldn't i think more people should have conversations about sex i think so as i said we're talking about sex episode so a few weeks ago i had a girls night and um one of the conversation was about sex and i just realized we've been friends for like years Mm -hmm. five plus years and we never talked about sex as friends Mm mm-hmm and I see sex in that as a as a conversation, not as something that should be like, oh, you taboo, have sex, weird. yeah, taboo, exactly. Yeah. So I think more people should be having conversations about sex. Um, one of the things that was brought up in that conversation was the use of lubricant, and that population was like, nah, lubricant is bad. And what are your thoughts on lubricant? Um. If you need it, use it. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, I feel like it's just simple. I feel like, it, especially in terms of, of of having intercourse altogether, it's like whatever feels good for you exactly. is what people should do, right? And if it makes it easier for you, do that. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing from this whole sex conversation is the empowerment of you. If you do whatever makes you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um I have a uh, question for you, Christy. Do Uh-oh. you know the anatomy of the vagina? Uh, I've seen, I've seen. Um, what? Oh, you're actually giving me a quiz. I am. Homie flipped her laptop just to give me a quiz about. That's the anus. That's the bunghole right uh-huh. there. I know that part. I know that the vagina isn't like the whole thing. It's like the the canal, mm-hmm. right? Why am I making? <laughs> I'm making all these motions and movements. Um, and there's a labia. There's a term called labia. Um, there's a a, a, a clitoris. Mm-hmm. I like saying clitoris as opposed to... I've seen big mouth. I, I know some things. Mm-hmm. Big mouth. I feel like the fact that big mouth is a show, it, it teaches kids and people, youth, whoever watches it a lot about, about the anatomy and, mm-hmm. and different kinds of sex ugh, and such. <laughs> um, sorry, it's it, it's like a, a knee jerk reaction. It's not even intentional. 
Um, but yeah, I think I I know some stuff. Yeah. There's like the the little labia and then the bigger labia. I'm proud of you. And then the clitoral. Yeah. And then the vaginal canal mm-hmm. and then the anus. Is there more? No, you got most of it. Okay, cool. Yeah, you got most of it. Um, yeah. You're like 99%. Yay! <laughs> <I> success. <laughs> I just think a lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. And I, you brought up Big Mouth. And I think I watched a show called Sex Education. I think Big oh, Mouth I love sex education. and Sex Education, if you guys do not know on a Netflix. lot about sex. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Watch those two shows. It's a little bit drama, so it's a little bit entertaining. But it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Big Mouth did a really good job. Big Mouth has really great writing. Yeah, I, I know Shout Big out Mouth. To the writers. I think Big Mouth... A lot of people that I talk to about it, it makes them cringe. Like, it's just such a cringy, awkward... It shouldn't be. I think it's because... Did you watch the last season? There, I watched all the seasons. Okay. I think it's because um, it's middle middle school age. Right, and right. That, and that's usually the age people are... are the horniest. You're, you're, you're the horniest. Your bodies change. You don't know how to control these Puberty. hormones and whatnot. Puberty happens. And so I think because... It reminds, get into periods too, so it's not just men. That's true. They talk about periods. They talk about you know sexuality, sexuality as a whole, like you know lesbians and and asexual, asexual, they did a good job and with that one. and all of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, I I think it's just it flashes them back to that period of time of awkwardness in middle school. It shouldn't be awkward though. Oh, it's just so your body starts making weird smells. Everybody and has like, sex. you got hair and and. Uh, uh, so gross. Okay, most that of the population sound, sounded gross. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> most of the population has sex. That's true. And it shouldn't be like, like you said, taboo. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be. be. I I think it's not. Educate, educate yourself. Yeah, you know? I think it's on both sides, right? Like it shouldn't be taboo for people to talk about it to have do it to if you want to ho ho like do what you got to do and at the same time i feel like people shouldn't be made fun of or feel less than because they don't have sex or because 100%. they don't they Indulge choose in that. they choose to be celibate or they choose to abstain or they choose to remain virgins until they get married mm-hmm. i feel like some people think it's super stupid or it's it's the patriarchy that told you that you should put so much value in sex and and uh, and all of that and it's just like well if that's my choice, that's my choice. If that's my belief, that's my belief. I shouldn't mm-hmm. feel different because of that or pressured because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I, I also asked a lot of my, I did a lot of research to have this conversation because I knew myself felt very uncomfortable having yeah. this conversation. Um, but I asked a lot of my guy friends um, about this as well. And, you know, for them, and I think that's also the thing is like the, what's it called? The, the double standards about having your virginity or, or, mm-hmm. or being a virgin or being quote unquote pure um, guys felt pressured. They were just like, you need to get rid of your virginity as soon as possible. Like you need to be an expert at sex. You need to be a man. That's you need to how they frame. Yeah, yeah. Be a man. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, women are supposed to remain pure. Women are not right. supposed to be touched or deflowered. So then who are you having sex with? Mm-hmm. Like, who are you? Think about this. If a man's supposed to be an expert and a woman's supposed to be pure, who is a man doing with? Right. That don't add up. The <laughs> math don't. ain't mathing. <laughs> math is not mathing there. So it's like. Yeah. That. I just thought that it's crazy how that's kind of how we grew up in both mm-hmm. of our households. And a lot of our friends grew up that way. Like, not to have sex, but like, get married, have sex, and like, be good at it. And 
kind of satisfy your man. Yeah, and satisfy your man, but like how? I don't know. And you know what? I I think we talked. Maybe we talked about it outside of the outside of the podcast, but of um, Bridgerton mm-hmm. and how. Um, so I think we were watching. We talked about this outside of the podcast, but like Bridgerton, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, the very first season, she had no idea what what it was. She just got married to the duke and blah 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 they did the do but she didn't know what sperm was she didn't know how kids were made mm-hmm. and so and i know i said when we talked about the bridgerton episode like she she, she assaulted the man she sexually she assaulted the man <laughs> she held him down forced him to nut in her the end yeah like that's that's assault mm-hmm. um and so i i think that part of it is what was missing right like she right. had to ask her her lady in waiting what sex is and what all of that information like that's i think that's sad i think that's mm-hmm. sad that like especially as a person who's getting married like have no idea what she's supposed to do what that is you're setting her up for failure and mm-hmm. that and i don't think that's fair i think yeah. we should even if your stance is like i'm saving myself for marriage i am abstaining i'm choosing to be celibate you should still be informed on what it is mm-hmm. what your body parts are and that it's not just about pleasuring the man but it's also about yourself mm-hmm. as a woman like you should know what that means to what you. that means to you mm-hmm. and know the different parts of the vagina and all of that good stuff mm-hmm. yeah i think it's important for a woman to indulge in self-pleasure and i think as haitian american children we were ashamed from that or mm-hmm. that um hormone was definitely repressed yeah and that can do something there i mean it's, a person. it's it's um if it va- if sex is a value to you you should explore that for yourself that's fair i mean there's the human aspect of it right it's very primal and so yeah, i think i told you the benefits of having an orgasm yeah please share so the benefits listeners. of an orgasm are improving sleep reducing stress can relieve pain and increase brain activity increase brain activity wow your mm-hmm. brain functions more yeah you're more creative. You're more blood flow is going more to your brain. That makes sense. I think the creative aspect of things, because again, if we're talking about like, we talked about chakras before. Mm-hmm. If we talk about the sacral chakra, the sacral chakra is one of know, them is sex. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like orga- It's not orgasms. It's um, I mean, it's aligned with for women. It's aligned with the uterus, mm-hmm. and so it the uterus creates. You create child. You procreate. But then also it's your creative juices flowing, painting and creating and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so there's also this this other spiritual aspect. There's so many layers to the spiritual aspect of it. And I, I think that's what my contribution to this conversation is, is, you know, understanding that there is benefits to saving yourself to the for the person that you want to marry. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's it's this connection between mm-hmm. the two and the i connection think is very sacred it's it is very sacred mm-hmm. and i think sex can be a very sacred and should be a very sacred thing that's my own personal belief if you want to ho ho i'm proud of you do what you got to do mm-hmm. um but my personal belief is it is a sacred thing and right. i think it shouldn't be something that there are consequences to it and mm-hmm. i think that's the thing is like when you eat something that doesn't agree with you, you feel that affects your mm-hmm. stomach starts turning. You, you, you know, you have diarrhea, whatever. Mm-hmm. Why do we not think that that same thing goes when we have sex with somebody? Right. You know, if you're just doing whatever with anybody, mm-hmm. you, it's a transfer, not only of fluids, but also of energies. Energy. Yep. You know? And so like, if that person, for example, is traumatized by all of these different things and has so many things weighing on them, 
you're going to feel that effects mm-hmm. because you are allowing this person to be that transfer uh, energy to occur exactly mm-hmm. and so I, I think that we need to be a bit just I think society needs to be a bit more mindful of that aspect mm-hmm. of things again if you it's your body your choice do whatever you like to do you want to mm-hmm. continue home and continue home and go around release that energy feel the dopamines or serotonin or both and all of that chemical brainwave stuff but like also keep in mind what what is entering and what is leaving when you are having that exchange mm-hmm. um i i did a little bit of research about tantra mm-hmm. um which is is like another form or i think it's like a yogi form of of sac- in, sacred sex. sexual act yeah and so they they're talking about making it more of a spiritual connection and so mm-hmm. you know adding meditation to it and and really connecting with god mm-hmm. w- before the experience and even after the experience mm-hmm. um and and also expanding your energy to connect and become a one with the universe mm-hmm. we all are already one with the universe right and so it's, it's just a way to improve that exactly being more intentional Strengthen. and mindful and and i i see a lot i saw a lot of experiences of you know Sex was so much better after making it more of a meditational, spiritual practice. Because Mm -hmm. one, you're connecting with your partner in a way that you weren't before. And it's very simple. Simple ways or beginner ways of doing that is, you know, when you like stare into each other's eyes for Mm -hmm. like a minute or so. Yeah. Or breathing together with Mm -hmm. your partner or connecting like your your foreheads your third eye together like there's so many different ways to connect with your partner in that sort of way yeah and so seeing that research i was like wow this is such a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. because like and and they also spoke of it in terms of men where men is again there's this idea that men are supposed to be experts at it they're supposed to you know take care of their needs and all of that and so they they lack this sacredness they lack this connection right and so there was a whole research and study of how to change it for the man's experience to not only enjoy the experience for himself but also knowing the importance of pleasuring a woman because when she is pleasured the whole experience is is exactly is is phenomenal um my take from that from what you said is that i think women should be more empowered Mm -hmm. um with sex and it's not just about the man i think Mm -hmm. i said that it's about you too and how you guys achieve your stuff Mm -hmm. you know very much so um yeah i said in my notes finding a partner who's invested in and interested in your orgasm is important Mm -hmm. because it it ain't just about somebody it's about you too that's true that's true i think it's about y'all it's about both of you choosing to entwine in such a way that is a, a beautiful or it could also be a workout and you just want to it can. sweat it out. It reduces stress. If you stress, go go do what you got to do. Fair. Do don't whatever. Be, <laughs> don't be aggressive. Don't be harmful. Don't. And I think that's the thing. It's like there's there's there can be a harmful aspect to it that, yes, maybe a man is a, is is stressed. And so he takes it out on on a woman by by there's negative aspects to it. Yeah. One thing my partner brought up is consent. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's like really important. So like, you guys, you have a voice. Use your voice, and mm-hmm. communication is key. Yes. I think in in inside and outside of, of of sexual intercourse, I think communication is key. So how did you learn about sex? I I uh, oof. I think online. I feel like if I remember correctly, I was exposed, and, and exposed sounds like such a a, a, a 
nasty, uh, tarnishing word, but um, I think the first time I saw like that happening was when I was like eight um, and something came up online. I think I was like playing a game or something. And then I saw an ad come up online and I was like, what, what is this? And it led down a rabbit hole and it was very weird. Why do you think your parents have had a conversation? Um, my mom, my mom's perspective is if I tell you about it, then you're going to go searching for it. Mm. But if I don't tell you about it, then what are you searching for? You have no idea what you're searching for. And I was like, that is flawed. And mm. I, and I flat out said to her, I was like, that is very flawed because I'd rather you have told me what it is and what your perspective and take on it was, as opposed to me searching and finding out online, mm -hmm. because I feel like most of our generation found out and learned about sex online. Yeah. And a lot of the, it was very mixed information, whether mm -hmm. it's watching porn or, you know, getting some false information about like, this is how it's supposed to be. And this is how mm -hmm. it's supposed to feel like, and this is what you're supposed to do. That's why I think having a conversation about it is important. It's so important. Um, Not yeah, just yes. with your partner, with your friends, with your sister, with someone you feel comfortable with. That's true. Because you don't want to go into something that you don't know that you're doing. That's true. That's very true. And mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people miss out on that because it's yeah. awkward. It's uncomfortable. It is. Um, and it, it is. It can be very. It can be. It's very intimate, right? It's such yeah. a personal and vulnerable thing mm -hmm. to talk about and to, you know, share with other people. Um but yeah, how did you, did you ever have the talk with your parents? I feel no. like, did we talk about that? No. Did you have the talk and I how did, did you learn? Um, my talk with my parents, I'm sure as a lot of people can relate, is just don't get pregnant. <laughs> Once I got my or, period. Or don't get somebody pregnant. Right. Once I got my period, my mom was like, don't get pregnant. And that was it. I never had a conversation about, like, I never had a conversation what periods were, what a period. All I know is I was supposed to bleed once a month. And wow. that's going to happen. And one day I'm going to end up with a kid. If I perform an act and whatever that act is, I didn't know then. Yeah. So um, I learned online. There's a website called kidshealth.organization. A lot of that has a good sexual facts. Mm -hmm. So I learned about that online. When they also have answers for people who suffer from aut autism. So just wanted to put that oh, in there. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. That is very cool. I feel like it was very informative as a child. Yeah. I feel like there's. Oh, you, you, the website was up when you were younger mm -hmm. and that's how you, yeah, oh, and I went back to the website to see if it's still up there and it has good stuff, guys. It talks so about cool. periods, the female reproductive system, the male reproductive system. It has very good educational videos. Oh, I like that. That mm -hmm. is very informative. Yeah. Like, I, I appreciate that they're making TV shows of that, but to also have like websites online about that too. Yeah. And you brought up like the Cardi B's of the world, the Megan, the Stallions, the Wops. I was saying, I was, I was bringing that up because I feel like they are empowering women to feel, as you say, sexy. And, yeah. And that's important. And, and I, I, I think the narrative about women's pleasure is now shifting where yeah. it's not just about a woman's job is to pleasure the man but also like a woman can also enjoy herself in mm -hmm. that experience and I and I think that is very important I wanted to ask um when when should that conversation as start early happening? as possible what's as early as possible um once your kid asks whenever that is for your kid okay um I think you know how I, I want to grow up. If I ever were to have a child, I would say that is the man's penis and that is a, that is your vagina. 
I don't think it should be used as code words. Oh yeah, like, like your you know how, and, yeah, and your pee pee, <laughs> your boo <boo-boo>. boo. <laughs> nah, like it shouldn't do that. Like that is your vagina. It, that I mean, that is your boo boo. Is there is there a Haitian Creole word like a, a specific word for vagina? I don't know. Because I heard That's a good question. Boo boo. Um, you know the song Chocolat? Yeah. I feel like that's a staple in Haitian culture. Like, you're not <laughs> Haitian is. if you don't know that song. Um, but, like, that's that's talking about, like, that's talking about a vagina. That's yeah. talking about women. Mm-hmm. Like, 100%. Uh, whatever. But, yeah, there's Coco. There's, there's so many different ways that they say, but I don't know if there's a specific word for it. Is yeah. there an official word? I want to know. I'm curious. I don't I'm going to ask the parents. Yeah. <laughs> So that's what I want for my future generation. I just want that to happen. To be informed. And yeah, to be informed. Um, I want my ch- my child to be able to come to me if something were to happen. God forbid. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't. They didn't understand because they didn't know. Mm-hmm. And here you go. You have some people messing up other people's lives real quick, and mm-hmm. that's a you know, consequence. That's well. true. So it's so sad. It can, yeah, it, it can, can be. Sex it can, can be, be a form of trauma. It can, oh, a thousand percent. So a be aware of that. Percent, especially the consent aspect of things, right. and, you know, and especially if, 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 even if you are mid pump, like already no in there, no. no means no. If they stop say I'm stop. all set, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm done. Like stop, mm-hmm. just stop. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think it requires a lot of control Mm self-control because then there's also this misogynistic aspect of things where people think like women's job is literally just to to pleasure a man a woman's supposed to be at home not supposed to drive and is supposed to remain pure for that Mm -hmm. one man in their life he said andrew tate andrew tate yeah he was out here saying like man can have many women but a woman can only have one man and needs to remain pure and and all of that bs or whatever yeah, I think the whole body count conversation is is dumb. That is a good convers a question, a good statement in itself. I mean, body count. Does body count matter to you, Christy? Uh, <laughs> you always ask me these. I'm already uncomfortable in this whole conversation. Um, I you gotta ask me first. I don't, Cassie. Does it matter to you? Um, <laughs> yes, it matters to me. But it also yes and no. So yes, it matters to me because I don't want like thousands up there like mm-hmm. yeah um but i don't think you were you were learning mm-hmm. and i don't see it as a bad thing mm-hmm. um you're educating yourself how to learn besides what's the other way to learn besides doing mm-hmm. um i would never shame someone for their body count mm-hmm. if that makes sense um for me personally i just don't want a person with a high body count but if you have a high body count you ain't messing with me, so I don't care. Yeah, like that's fair. You know I mean, what I'm saying? I think, yeah, that's fair. That's how I see it. Um, I think women, if you have a high body count as a woman, that shouldn't matter. Do you, sis? Like, yeah. you ain't messing with me. That's, that's We ain't exchanging fluids. That's fair. Do what you got to do. That's my take on that. Um, that's it. Well, you actually kind of could be. Like, think about it. Like, I'm going to do some. Uh, think yeah, about if it. you want to go down the tree, okay, whatever. But, like, we ain't going down the tree. <laughs> but it's true. It's still kind of connected. But I, I hear what you're saying. Um, I think I saw this video once of a guy saying, like, yeah, I slept with, like, 38 women and blah, blah, blah. And then asked the, the, the woman, like, what's her body count? And she went to, like, 
maybe like seven or something. He was right. like, oh my and God, you, walked you, away. A ho- you a hoe. 38 or seven? Like, bro. No, that makes sense. Like, you should never shame a woman on that's, a body count. That's not fair. That's yeah. not fair. Mm-hmm. And, and I also acknowledge that there are some people who, again, like we were talking about the trauma of, of, of sex. Ugh. Um, <laughs> they had this traumatic experience. And so in order for them to gain control of their body, they went on like a, a, a serial sexual spree, mm-hmm. and and so some of them don't actually know what their body count is because it was because of that because it was a removal of self. Like there was a what's it called depersonalization, um, a separation of body, um, and so it was just like they they don't know they don't know what their body right. count was because they just mm-hmm. felt so disconnected from themselves that they went on a spree, and so again it shouldn't be shamed because right. That's not their fault. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, sex is weird. Sex is weird. I don't think other people should be normal. It is normal. It's just, I think having the conversation or, or, or talking about it is weird for me. Yeah. And so I think having the conversation more might make it a little more normal. Yeah. Ooh. I think I think it will. <laughs> Awkward. Um, so what do you want to leave the people with, with about the sex conversation? What do you want to leave the people with? Anything? Um, your body, your choice, man. If you want to hoe, hoe. If you want to save yourself, save yourself. Um, and educate yourself on, you know, the pros and cons of of the act as a whole. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna leave the people with don't be oblivious. Mm-hmm. Um, educate yourself about sex and be communicative about sex. Yeah. Because, like Christy said, your body, your choice. Truly, do it. I don't care. Do whatever you want. Yeah. I, I'm firmly on the stance. Do whatever the freak you feel like you have to do. Be a freak if you have to. Um, and just don't shame people for doing whatever feels right for them. Just let them be. Let people live. Right. Oh, that, that gets what gets me. Let people live. Yeah. Um. We have. I think we have to update them. About. Are we taking a break? Oh, is this this week? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you go on vacation? Guys, I'm going on vacation. You're about to be popping bottles in Mexico. Uh, she's always going on vacation. Like, every yeah, single time. Bottles, maybe not every time we've taken a break. She went, Actually, I think yeah, every, it is t- every time. Every time we've taken a break. <laughs> it's because I'm on it's vacation. because Kasim is on vacation. I am happy for it's you. It's only been one break, bro. This I'm season. Ha- I'm happy for you and so proud of you because you. you are you. you take care hard. of yourself. Thank you. you work hard to take care of yourself, I it. and you do mm-hmm. a thousand percent. You do, and so yeah, she's going on vacation. She's leaving me, and that's okay. It's for my birthday, Sagittarius season, y'all. Sag season, but we'll be back. Yes, we'll um, be sometime back. in December. I think we said like December 18th, so around there. No, we said New Year's. Okay, so around then, because we because it's Christmas and whatnots, and and you know there's not going to be time and family time. So we won't talk to them until after New Year's. No, oh snap, yeah, we'll record before New Year's, so we'll have that. So happy holidays, y'all! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Happy Christmas. New Year! Um, what else? We'll say Happy New Year on our New Year podcast. Okay, but I just want to wish them happy holidays, Christmas. Yeah, like, we can say that. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, I hope you enjoy all of your family time. Um, Have a blessed day, blessed week. That's yeah, good. and all of that good stuff. Um, is that Anything it? else? I think so. Oh, all right. So sad. Bye, guys. Love y'all. Love Bye. Y'all. Thanks for listening. Guys, did you like that episode? 
Did you have fun? Did you? Yeah, we know you did. <laughs> Guys, if you want to hit us up with some feedback, comments, concerns, or if you want to come on for an interview, I would love to ask you some questions. Hit us up at cremasconvosgmail at gmail.com. Or follow us on Instagram at Podcast. Bye.